Welcome to the Compiled Podcast, a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick. I am the host of this podcast with my good friend Jasper. Hello. In each episode, we will have a topic, and the goal of the episode is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. And um, we haven't seen each other for a while, and uh, I mean, we're not seeing each other like physically now. But <laughs> no, <laughs> I, do, I am currently abroad and away. I've run away from the UK in an attempt to uh, get a garden for myself, which is mm. better than not having a garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because your um, your accommodation in London isn't isn't really fit for long-term like imprisonment. Oh no, <laughs> not like, so, like, yeah. <laughs> imprisonment is one way to put it. That would be a proper prison. Yeah, yeah. No, I've just uh, moved back to my parents' place to have some a bit more space for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. How's it? How's it going there? Uh, is it you know? Do, do people feel worried or? Yeah, it seems like they've they've taken a more sensible approach than the UK. Um, but I I try to not look at the news because it's a bit concerning and it just just stresses me out. So, um, yeah, I'm just pretending it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is uni on hold now? Oh yes, it is. Um, well, no, it isn't. I mean. <laughs> Everything is online, so technically it isn't, but essentially nobody's doing anything. Um, So yeah, that's a bit of a weird one, I think. Yeah. I guess guess it's similar to work, where like a lot of people will probably be working, um, but everything has kind of died down. I don't know how it is for you. Um, Yeah, it it depends. So I think over over the past, well, the the week before it was really busy because that was the end of quarter and we had a lot of oh. things to tie uh, to finish up, but then this week it was sort of in the transition uh between two quarters where we have to do a lot of planning a lot of sort of reflection, uh so yeah it hasn't been as as crazy as before but I think <laughs> it's gonna pick right up like tomorrow so <laughs> yeah oh exciting yeah uh cool yeah so this week we are talking about something. Uh, well, so the topic is actually chosen by you this time, and Ooh, look at me contributing. <laughs> cool. Uh, the topic is learning a new programming language. Uh, during the quarantine or without it. Uh, you know, I think. Do Do you want to tell us a little bit about why you want to talk about this? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm still in uni, so obviously it's something that's constantly somewhat on my mind. Uh, my girlfriend is currently in the process of learning computery things. Um, so she's slowly going to get into learning, you know, C++ and Python. Um, so that's on, been on my mind. And then, I, you know, I've, I've always been tutoring and stuff. So it's something that keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, it's an interesting one. And I think it's really enjoyable. Um, yeah. And it might be a bit more accessible for people that are not traditionally already in this field or as deeply into this field as we might be. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I definitely felt the same as well because uh, Caprice is also learning Python at the moment uh, yeah. for her new job, and uh, I I think you know from a lot of friends that I've talked to, because of the quarantine, suddenly you have a little bit more uh, free time and um, to do you know hobbies. And uh, one of the one of the things one of the cool things you can do with computer science is pick up a new language or pick up some new technologies and but language is the one that you know most people go for at first because it's you know it's very defined and it's clear yeah. and yeah frameworks are a bit more specific yeah uh, definitely you, you get into those at some point but essentially it comes down to the same the same kind of feel anyway mm-hmm. um, you know same process same reasons for going for them so mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, and I think it's interesting you mentioned uh, that you know the the um, inspiration of the topic is uh, because your girlfriend is currently learning Python and learning C plus plus. But as a as someone with no with not much um, IT uh, knowledge beforehand, versus you know if we were to learn something, we would have known like how a uh, programming model works already, and that would be a different story, right? Yeah, yeah. So definitely, it's definitely different for for everybody. But I, I feel like the the process still kind of comes down comes down to the, the same thing. Even though some of the steps might be accelerated, I feel like everybody goes through the same flow of, you know. Obviously, we won't have to learn things about memory or, or anything. No. Uh, but we'll, you know, we still have to learn the fundamentals of the language before being able to do anything else with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and it's a, uh, you know, it's it's something everybody can get into um mm-hmm. which i think is fun so yeah yeah definitely uh just to just to sort of give a bit more um perspective on my side uh personally i have started uh learning i've started coding in a ver- from a very young age i started coding when i was 10 years old and um you know learning language for me it was definitely like something that i've done many many times even um throughout my teenage years <laughs> and uh you know it, it just became a second nature to me but however i did find out when i started university when i met you and a few other people um uh who who maybe only started coding in uni this was this was a little bit difficult to start at first and uh just because you don't have that mental model uh, in mind and also for some reason in edinburgh they teach you uh, haskell as your first language <laughs> it's still my first love let's face it yeah <laughs> yeah no no it's a bit different because uh that was essentially my first language mm-hmm. um you know I, I touched i touched php and stuff before but honestly those don't fall into the category of traditional programming languages mm-hmm. um so that was my first language and I feel like learning to learn a language is a process on its own, mm. um, and it's been an ongoing process. Yeah. Uh, ever since, I'm still I'm still looking for better ways of doing it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we we are not going to get into too much specifics on how to learn a new language straight away. But before that, I want to sort of just cover a little bit about you know, you know, why is this something that people want to do, right? Um, for us for for you know us in the it in the uh sort of uh programming field already industry wise you know learning language is sort of um sort of mastering a different kind of tool and uh with that with this you know you essentially have a little bit more uh you have a bit more diverse tool set under your belt and you can do like different things right yeah, I feel like every you know every language can sort of pull off the same things for a lot of the languages, but then some of them are just better suited for the job. Yeah, and it's always a trade-off between you know, am I gonna put in the time to do to learn this new language to do this task a tad better than I would have been able to do it with the old language or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely like it's just a, a different tool set. Which yeah, is, I would you know, say it's it's sort of tailored. So some languages are tailored on for like a group of purposes, right? So for example, in for Python, it's very good for data processing, uh, and it's very easy. I I find it even more useful to 
to use Python for simple scripting than Bash yeah. scripts because it's not Bash script is not the easiest language to <laughs> understand and or even yeah. write. And Python is very much just close to English in that regard. Yeah. And if you have, uh, I literally did this recently where. Uh, where one of my one of my uh, one of my files one of my schema files needs some formatting, uh, but it's like not a custom one that's provided by the IDE. However, I know how they should look like, you know, from um, uh, from a concept uh, conceptual point of view. And then I just wrote a little script that you know spits it, and then uh, and then uh, formats in a way that's nice, and then they just print it out to a different file. And that one that will save a lot of time than me trying to go through it by hand or you know yeah exactly or, or like try try doing that in java or, or yeah C++ exactly it would be an absolute nightmare exactly so, yeah yeah no it's definitely like they would be able to do it but knowing that extra tool is such a useful thing and then mm-hmm. the other the other part of that is um for people that don't already know languages so my girlfriend is uh, she was actually talking to a PhD supervisor and he went, the second, she's a civil engineer, the second you learn to use a computer on top of your engineering degree, you are suddenly worth twice as much to an employer as you were previously. Mm. Well, learning, you know, a basic Python course is honestly not that complex. So in terms of, there's a very strong case to be made in terms of employability. Learn a programming language, you'll you'll suddenly sound so fancy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think it's, it's, it's just because of how um embedded um software is right the nature of software is literally embedded into sort of every aspect of life and uh you know into every industry and this happened for caprice as well where she uh she comes from a media major so she does a lot of um i don't want to i don't want to upset her but uh (laughs) she does a lot of um thinking and a lot of uh things to do with words let's say That being said, uh, since uh, um, since she started learning Python and since she found out about Google Analytics, uh, she's been doing a lot of uh, researching and a little bit of playing with how the tool looks like and what sort of um, what sort of insight you can gather from that to validate some of your theories. And uh, this turned out to be super nice. So she was able to help out with with the podcast, and she got a job on this field. So yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth it for like everybody. It's not it, this is not something that is just constrained to people already in the field. Like definitely anyone can pick it up these days. There's so many resources out there. There's very little reason not to pick up a programming language, in my opinion. Exactly, and I think it's especially useful uh, in that regard. So if you have not known any language, or you have, or you if you have been using one particular or like a few particular languages all the time for a long period. Like, like me, for example. Um, so my daily language uh, is mostly just straight up Java and maybe some front-end Dart just uh, if I'm doing front-end. Uh, but what's interesting is, you know, throughout my throughout my employment, uh, throughout my uh, time with Google, there's always some projects that requires me to uh, essentially not be too comfortable in that regard because I've I've done projects with mostly C++ I've done projects with uh, mostly Python and those are um, you know opportunities for me to literally uh, learn it it's literally for me to relearn it to be honest because I never learned it properly in uh, in the first yeah. time and yeah um, it's you know it, the matter of getting you out of your uh, out of your comfort zone and uh, learning sort of 
how other so the programming be model is not necessarily the same between languages yeah. and you know finding out the intricacies and how you can use those to your advantage is uh is super nice and it, it gives you a bit more appreciation for people who you know develop these languages right yeah i think i think it's it's also the ability to you know all of these different tools are out there and so the ability to kind of grasp and understand their capabilities and then if you ever need to to like do something really strange you'll be like oh wait but i remember that this one programming language could do this thing that mm-hmm. happens to be a specifically very well suited for this purpose so yeah it's uh yeah yeah that's cool uh just out of curiosity do you can you recall the last time you had learned a language and what was the experience like um i mean so i've been oh i've actually i'm actually working on c plus plus right now um oh i forget is it c plus plus or c sharp like th- this is my problem. But they're also <laughs> similar. Um, no, it's it's whatever Unity is written in. I've uh, it's been it's been it's C sharp. Uh, it's C sharp. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's C sharp. It's I've not been doing that much because of the whole coronavirus thing. But um, but essentially that's I'm working on that right now, and it's very exciting because it's you know it's very similar to everything else I've known, but then it has these small intricacies that are different. I actually yeah. quite like it. I really enjoy it. It's it's very nice learning a new language to be honest. Yeah, the use case is very different, right? So for C yeah. sharp and Unity is mostly for uh you know, graphic stuff like games yeah. and whatnot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. It's, I'm having a good time learning learning something new. Yeah. Has it been do you feel that, you know, uh does it feel like um a little bit frustrating or do you feel like, oh, this is just something uh natural and, you know, if you get stuck somewhere, you know it's 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 normal, and you know what was that? What was that feel like? I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm feeling, um, I'm finally getting the benefits of, of having learned a bunch of languages throughout the years. This is the first language where I feel like that learning process has really kicked into another gear, mm-hmm. so I'm racing through it. Whereas previous languages, it's always been something fairly new. So you know, if you go from Java to C, uh, and then from C to Python, those are fundamentally um you know they're all programming languages but they have very different ways of working and i've now kind of reached the the breaking point where most of the things i'm going to be learning are probably similar to what i already know Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's actually a really satisfying process for me now Um, that's nice that's nice yeah yeah yeah, it's a good time yeah i've been uh um i've been wanting to uh do batch scripts properly because uh, I you know b- because of my day-to-day work there's actually a decent amount of time that I have to spend on the on the terminal and I felt you know it was nice it would be nice to to learn some of these batch scripts commands properly and use them uh, you know uh, to, yeah, to, to help with productivity right? and I, I would say that bash scripts are probably the single most satisfying thing you're ever going to write because it's super hacky but if you get it to work it's super satisfying I know I know <laughs> but but I, I think you know the the point was learning something like this with, with a little bit lower level uh, language is um, is harder and and is a bit more frustrating and I think that would that would serve as a as a as a pointer that if you have not have um if you have not had any previous programming experience maybe it's nicer to pick up a higher language uh higher order language which means you know uh it's basically it's closer to english 
yeah. as as possible. And if you're literally going lower level to like C or even to uh, what's the word assembly, uh, <laughs> those are very low level and it deals with uh, a lot of the stuff you don't want to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's so for us because we, for myself, uh, because I mostly been uh using um high level language from my jo- from my day job and uh for you know some various stuff that I do on the side, uh I thought it was nice to to get into something a little bit deeper and a little bit more, uh, fiddly. And <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, it is fiddly there. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, cool. Uh, so. I want to get into let's get into a bit more a little bit more on like a detail uh on or not detail but like more on the practical uh side of things um i think uh you have a very strong sentiment on how exactly to <laughs> to start learning right that i yeah, mean we yeah. only talked about this like what 20 minutes ago just before recording but uh yeah no, tell I, us I about very that. strong strong opinions on this because i i think i think people and this is this is one of my frustrations with university, where you know you sit through endless lectures where they just slow you, show you slides of data types and algorithms and this and that. And I'm of the opinion that doing stuff is by far the best way to learn. So no matter how stupid the project is, do a project and use that as a basis of learning. I've always recommend, I keep recommending my my girlfriend to you know find an algorithm for those who know about this kind of stuff you know implement quicksort in in the language you're trying to learn just something you know super simple but set yourself a goal um and that's that's gonna slowly involve more things to do and it also means that there's an end goal and kind of a purpose to what you're doing as opposed to you know just just printing endless things of all of these a lot of these courses kind of run you through really random things where it doesn't add up to one big thing. Um, and yeah, I, I think projects are definitely the way to go do something with, with yeah. what you're learning. I, I wonder, just to play the devil's advocate here, I wonder, does that mean, uh, you know, will people get too frustrated because they don't have that, uh, they don't have that mental model of how the language should work before jumping into the project and they will feel a little bit lost because uh to be honest this is what happened for caprice so she yeah. started learning python she started doing like uh because i literally just straight up sent her to code academy for uh <laughs> for tutorials and uh she was doing those then she went oh okay it's nice i can do it on you know on the on the website but what if i want to do it you know offline on on the laptop and, and then she found out Oh, I actually can't just write something like in Python. I can just write the Python stuff, and then uh, it will get run. There's a there's a process of of how that works, uh, and then the process of how to set that up. She needs to install the binary and blah blah blah. And those I think uh, that part to her was a little bit more frustrating than actually learning the language in the first bit. Uh, so I think it it depends. I think it's up to per person. Uh, for sure. Um. But I think there's merit in starting with a project or starting with a little bit more theoretical bits. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, yeah, you know, it's it's always gonna be a mixture. You can't you can't do a project until you've learned something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even even if you're 
Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to stick to, to saying projects are the best way to learn, but as long as you set a, a reasonable target to yourself, you know, the second yeah. you start learning Python, don't be like, oh, I'm going to write a new Google, because uh, <laughs> you're not going to. But that's why I'm saying, you know, oh, find find a simple, simple algorithm. Quick sort will be doable for anyone starting to learn Python. Yeah. Because um, it's just a bunch of for loops. And so, yeah, it's that's probably a bit hard if you're if you're just starting out. That's true. Um, so so I'm... I'm yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, it it would be it is it is useful to read about things and to read to understand how the language works. But uh, you know, I would do it to the minimum amount. So what I mean is, you know, if I for example, if I'm let's just give an example here. If I'm learning um uh Java, for example. If I'm learning Java, what I need to do is uh, I will read something about how Java works and how JVM and everything else works. Uh, but just there, I, I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to go into detail about like how memory is, how the RAM gets, uh, into, uh, gets incorporated and how does garbage, uh, garbage collection works, that sort of stuff. I wouldn't go into too much of those details. All I need to know is I write something and it gets, it gets used like this and, and yeah. how, what happens in between and what I need to do on my side. And I think at that point. I am confident enough to to know I have um I have the broad picture right. Then I can go into details about uh not so much details. Then I can really just go into it and be like, let's do this. Let's as you yeah, said, exactly. let's set a goal. Let's do this. However, uh, feel free to like consult uh documentations on or uh or uh examples if you need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's that's also one of the key things. Like. I think for every programmer, the the most important skill is being able to Google things, and that that sounds a bit like a like a stupid, mm-hmm. almost like a cliche at this point, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is constantly googling things, yeah. so that's something you have to, you know, the sooner you get into that process, the better it is. So don't don't dive in without no without any knowledge at all, and then. Uh, think you can Google your way through. You've got to set a basis, but then also accept the fact that you're going to be doing a lot of, you know, very simple troubleshooting, um, which is probably the, the the most satisfying troubleshooting you're going to do because every project, every problem you're going to Google will instantly have an answer to it. Um, yeah. So it's it's really satisfying. I guess that also because um, you're, I think you are more inclined to reading a proper book or a proper. Um, resource on things um, um yeah i i would say i i stare to i stick to the to the i do like reading stuff uh just so i just so i i'm not going in like completely uh blank but i don't i don't i've i think i've moved on from the thread that i need to read the whole doc before i start doing stuff <laughs> that has been my undoing for uh for many times and through like for our university and even throughout for our work and um you know i've learned that you know it's enough it's important to read to the point that you get the big picture and that's it yeah then you can move on and to to the problem at hand and if you do need to go down to the specifics you can do that but it's 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 a bit pointless and even impossible sometimes to do it as a in the bottom-up approach where you're yeah. gonna say I'm, I'm gonna learn every single theoretical detail and then build my knowledge back uh from the ground up that doesn't work um, I mean, not not for me at least. I feel like there's something to be said for that because if you look at um, 
you know, I, I feel like everybody these days is learning through online tutorials. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's online, you know, um, Code Academy or Data Camp. I think those are great, but I feel like they, they often fail to give a solid foundation. They just kind of go, this is a list. This is a, a yeah. Y, this is an X. Whereas, like, I, I do think there's a lot to be said for just an old school book or just the the, the languages uh, docs. Uh-huh. Uh, and just just a bit of dry reading is good. Yeah, this is something I found really useful uh, a, a little bit later into my career where, you know, it's definitely nice to do these uh, um, these projects and these tutorials, uh, but it is also super useful be, to do, before you do that, you consult, you actually read the, uh, the docs for the language because most languages will have like a, you know, tour of the language page where we yeah. just like it's like a one page it, it it don't it doesn't take you more than 15 minutes to read through it and oh. uh but it just explains how how the language works what it what sort of model it use and uh how does it work with you know low level binaries and basically how does it get used by um by the computer and yeah. uh, once you have that in mind then it's a bit actually i feel like the uh most language tutorials do link to the official page. It's just no one that actually opens it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I guess one of the good points about the official docs is that you can kind of go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you know a bunch of things, then you can just kind of skim through it. Whereas with the online tutorials, if you know a bunch of stuff in the first 10 lessons or whatever you call them, you're just going to be sitting there going, yeah, I know all of this. Can I please just go on? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's always it's always a bit of a combination of both. Um, uh huh. Yeah, and I, I would say um you know one of the things I I've learned uh you know throughout throughout my time uh, of programming is really uh to learn something uh no matter it's a language or it's a framework or whatever it's it's important to set a game plan before you know yeah. before you start and you know for me if I'm learning a language the time goes like this is purely personal by the way uh. I'm going. I'm starting with an official documentation about. So usually in in every language that I've learned, there's two there's two pages I read all the time. Get started, and towards the language. These are the two pages that I always read, uh, because the get started page will tell you how to install stuff, how to <laughs> set up everything, and then it probably has an example that you can just. It's like a quick hello world. Most likely it's a hello world, yeah. and, um. And then the language tour goes a little bit more into details about how the language works, what's the mechanics, and uh, you know what other intricacies. Because you gotta look out for what type system it is, uh, and because uh, those stuff will impact you for in the long run. But this this might be optional for if you are just starting with the language. But definitely the guest starter page is a must read for me. Right. Um, then I move on to tutorial projects, whether it's. Uh, Pre, pre, you know, pre-set up tutorials. I also found GitHub to be a really good resource of uh, tutorial series because people will actually um, do, they actually do um, tutorials and then uh, you can check out different branches of different checkpoints and then it, it all has readme on like how to do stuff and you can just follow that and then compare yourself against like different branches. It, you can just open up a PR and then just literally go through it. This is the correct way of doing it. This is the way I'm doing it. And yeah. then, like, what's the differences? Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, that that's, that game plan thing is, I think, uh, a pretty good idea. Although it's it's really hard to set out that game plan for a lot of people, I reckon. 
Uh, me included. I'm not that. I'm not that good at visualizing my journey through a new language mm-hmm. uh, in the first instance. Um, but yeah, I do. I do generally follow the same, you know, basic set of rules. Uh, the getting started pages, honestly, don't. They're great. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm approaching this more like um um I'm because I have um I'm a uh I come from a little bit of a athlete perspective on this one where you know if I'm trying to learn how to like run hurdles or, or how to, I don't know how how do you do like jump hurdles or or not like I wouldn't go straight on the track I would at least like learn how you know at least learn a little bit about how exactly the mechanics work. And how I'm supposed to jump across it? Do I literally like hop across it or like whatever? And then I will start like doing practices and whatnot. And so I think that's why that's why I learn it this way. But uh, again, this is purely uh, you know personal to 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 each uh, to everyone. And you just need to like sort of find the the way that you that works for you and that, that makes you learn. And one thing I would say though is super useful that I've learned throughout the years is write and document your learning experience um so i used to i did this for for angular dart when i was learning it. i wrote a whole tutorial series on my blog you can check it out and uh <laughs> um and yeah i'm planning to do the same for uh for whatever language that i end up learning next i'm gonna try to do it uh in a way where uh, it's a bit more organized and i have you know I have a, a daily or maybe a diary like thing where I would just record the stuff I've learned. And yeah. it's, easy, it's nice because you have something to reference back. And also if it's digitized, it's searchable. I think, I th- yeah, this is one that you put on there. And honestly, I, that's honestly so smart. I have done that for a few small projects, but I've never done it intentionally. It mm-hmm. was just kind of happened in the background. Uh, but it's, one, it's a very good way of learning because writing down something just helps you to learn. Two, it's actually a really good, um, you, almost like a cheat sheet for yourself where you can go back and just be like, oh shit, how did I do this? Uh, and three, it's actually, it it forced me to um, to make sure that I'm properly aware of writing, write, what I'm writing down instead of just doing, doing X and Y. Um, when I'm writing it, writing it down, I can sort of conceptualize and check in my head that I'm actually doing it right. And if I'm not doing it right, I'll Google it and make sure that I'm doing it right. So it's, yeah, honestly, that's, that's such a good shout. I, I've never really thought about that, but I'm going to do that now. Yeah. I think I've, I've always had this thought. It was just in the beginning, uh, it was just difficult to do because I was like, I was not a man of process. Uh, I (laughs) I thought this, this is a bureaucracy. This is, I don't need this. Right. And, uh, what I found in the end was, you know, maybe like 10, 12 months down the line, I want to go back to see something and then it wasn't there. And I was like, I, I remember seeing this and, and then there was no, nothing for me to check for. And, you know, I've had this happen to me enough times now that I'm a little bit more, uh, I, I know to, I know to keep notes of things basically yeah. yeah no it's it's a yeah. very good chat yeah yeah i would say don't go too much on that though don't go like like full like court uh like uh law court uh recording <laughs> kind of kind of things don't record every single thing just make sure you have the stuff that's important and um uh annotate it well i think i think generally speaking um write something down when you had to look when you had to think about it or look it up 
because mm. um, those are the points obviously if you if you if you're doing stuff without thinking about them then most likely you're not going to need them anymore because um, but the, the second you stand still and think about something is it's apparently important enough that it needs a bit more attention and uh i just thought of this like literally as we were talking this wasn't on the on the outline but i think you know it was nice to it's always nice to learn something uh, especially a language but you know with a community right there's there's always learn communities of people learning and if not you can always just get someone um to and be like do you want to do you want to learn something together and then you can just like check yourself and uh for me this was uh, this was the case for me and Caprice because she was learning Python. I haven't used it for uh, the better part of uh, a while. And uh, when she asks me questions, I don't know them. And I have to look it up myself. And then and I ended up learning it as well. So we started sort of doing it. Uh, like yeah. both of us start getting um, getting benefits from from literally she uh, her learning it. So, uh, so yeah, that's quite nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is, that, that's actually a very good idea. I think in general, learning together is much more fun than on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to go into the uh, the maintenance of, of this, but I think uh, it, it is sort of, uh, th- this is what I meant by, you know, having a good, having a good set of notes because you can always, uh, if you forget about things and you can just refer back to your notes and this is a way to maintain it, maintain your knowledge of the, language per se because like sometimes if you haven't especially for me because i if i haven't used say um i don't know python for a year then i'm not going to remember most of the syntaxes and um and you know having a having a a quick notes to go back to is always nice or you can just like you know google yeah stuff. you know so, and as i said if you do it if you do it relatively neatly you can you can almost use them as cheat sheets which i'm, I'm a massive fan of cheat sheets um, but writing them yourself is actually super valuable uh, and pretty satisfying. Um, yeah, so I, no, I agree. If you if you kind of keep that up, I reckon I reckon you're golden for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Uh, I think that's it. That's most of yeah, the most of the tips that we got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. If you have if you are learning a language right now or you are planning to do so, uh, in the short in the short uh period coming up. Uh, you know, do let us know, and I would like to hear about your experiences and what's the, what are the pain points and what are the, uh, the bit that is frustrating. Uh, maybe we can do a follow up episode to address those, because uh, yeah, it would be nice to get, it would be nice to see what you know, what problems you are facing rather than us tr- trying to imagine it. <laughs> and, uh, but to be honest, the the principal takeaway for me is. Um, you know, do do try to plan ahead on on learning something, and uh, do keep a record of of your experience, and uh, and yeah, it, I think it's important also to acknowledge that learning anything, uh, especially if you haven't learned any language before, it's gonna be challenging, it's gonna be frustrating, you're gonna be stuck here scratching your head for like two two days straight because like something won't compile, I've definitely been that guy. And And also keep in mind that if, you know, everybody struggles with it, I still struggle with it. Um, I'm assuming you still struggle with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, It will, you know, one, you'll never stop Googling, two, things will always keep breaking. Uh, And that doesn't, you know, 
it, that's a natural process in, in learning all of this and doing yeah it, so i think yeah. Uh, yeah i think you know to be honest there's just a inherent amount of um worrying and frustration that comes along with learning and i think you know you just have to be uh be in peace with that and yeah. you know be because because i think on the other regard though if you are getting stuck if you're getting frustrated a lot of the times that that means you are challenging yourself you are uh by getting through them you are going to learn something All right so there's always a little bit more to look uh look forward to you know through the other side so yeah, for sure. uh keep learning and uh keep pushing it and you know and have fun yeah and have fun cool <laughs> i think we we ended on a super positive note and <laughs> wow look at us <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, anything else, like in particular, you wanna you wanna say? No, no. I think that's that's most of it. Honestly, go for it. You know, learn something new. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a good time to learn something new. So go yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. It's uh, especially now because you know, uh, as I said, a lot of a lot of people are working at home, and then you have a little bit more time. Me personally as well. Uh, so I'm trying to learn something. Uh, both in the in the realm of programming and also something else that I'm trying to like I'm trying to do better in my video editing skills in case this podcast ever becomes a video thing so <laughs> which you won't but um, I will see yeah <laughs> cool uh, so yeah that's this week's episode hope you enjoyed it and uh, let us know if you have any comments and we are happy to answer them to, our, to the best of, of our abilities uh, if you're listening on the podcast on YouTube, the audio is also available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So reach us, reach out to us there, and um, yeah. See you. See you next week. See you.